The Tabuti Drive. Weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. On 5FM. All of August, uh, we're celebrating women doing fantastic things. In fact, I was just saying off air, if you have a woman who you think is doing fabulous in whatever industry uh, she's in, drop us a voice note and uh, we might just have her in studio, pick her brain, find out uh, how she makes it work. And today is no different. Phenomenal woman, beautiful, gorgeous and absolutely talented. Michelle <laughs> Masilagai is in <laughs> the building. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the Tabuti Drive. Thank you for having me. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, well, which I mean, the Queen is probably like the biggest show on D- on DS, right? Probably, yeah. But those who don't know, um, would you like to tell us what you do? Wow, um, I'm an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I love acting. That's really all I am. I identify as an actress, number one. Um, I've been on, maybe you know me from either Isbaya or The Queen. I also work All at of the, the big shows, theater. baby girl. Yes. yes. Yeah, so that's me. Where did this all begin for you? Sure. Um, a really long time ago, when I was uh, probably, before I can even remember. I mean, I've always wanted to be an actress. So maybe like... Um, grade seven I think that's where it sort of clicked for me I mm. was on stage doing a musical and I was like this is a really good feeling this yeah. is this is this is where I want to be for the rest of my life and there's a lot of people who want to be in your position yeah uh, and want to make it work in this industry yeah. and it's really tough it is uh, how did you get through that um well number one I'm I'm a god-fearing woman mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of people well at least for me I've realized that by praying for what I want and sort of having that spiritual anchor, I'm mm. able to get the things I want. I don't really do anything without praying first yes. about it. Um, so that's helped me a lot because this industry is very difficult, number one, to get into, to stay in, mm. to navigate, all of those things. Um, but I think focus, you know, I, I've, like I said, I've always known that I wanted to do this. So being like, okay, every day is me trying to intensify my craft somehow mm, and to that's get better right there we mm. go so um that's helped me quite a lot in order like in uh, how to navigate the the industry there's a video that was once training on like instagram this uh, <laughs> woman has a friend who's like super rich yeah and she also how did you become so rich the friend says just pray child just pray yes, the there we go <laughs> and nice. a lot of the time people ask us i mean yes pray but right. practically yeah for somebody who's young and listening and yeah. wants to make it in this industry yeah where do they begin wow um look i i came i studied drama but i'm not going to say that studying drama is the way to go about getting into the industry because there's many people who are in the industry and very successful but haven't studied the art but i think they understand the professionalism of it Mm. and i think that's number one um i think you need to just get your name out there you know we have so much accessibility today Mm. i think a lot of people don't want to see it that way they feel like you know they is no access but there is you just have to put in the effort and say you know what I'm going to create my own content I'm going to um, make sure that my Instagram is you know sort and of like yours is popping I was just telling <laughs> Cece she must check yours Thank and you're right you. we live in a digital age yeah. where you're able to own your content right. and own your narrative yeah. you're very young and you're saying that you've been doing it for quite a while now yeah. I, I can imagine there hasn't always been sunflowers and roses what's right. been the hardest part of being in the industry for you what was the hardest hardship you've experienced um sure there's been a few but i think it was probably just kind of doubting myself that was the number one thing because the moment i started doubting myself everything kind of didn't operate the way 
I would have wanted it to. Mm. Um, I think I was very much concerned of like what other people thought about me, whether I was pleasing if you were other good people, enough. if I was good enough, um, instead of just focusing on the fact that I actually enjoy doing what I do. So that sort of fear of failing as well and that fear of just being me sort of stopped me from accomplishing a lot of the things that I'm only now starting to do. A lot of people find it hard to break into this industry like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. But I imagine harder if yeah. uh, you're living with albinism. Right. We'll get into that uh, in just a bit and how you got over that and yeah. completely changed uh, the perception in such a beautiful way. We're hanging out with uh, Michelle Moselega. If you've got any questions, uh, 82 It's Katy Perry. Never really over. 48 minutes off to three celebrating phenomenal women doing phenomenal things we're hanging out with uh, Michelle Musilagai young talented South African actress known uh, for her roles on The Queen Hope and uh, Isibaya and we're just picking her brain uh, and you had a little bit harder Mm -hmm. than everybody else and already it's hard for everybody right and people see on the TV and they think it just sort of happened right Um, take us through the difficulties of breaking into this industry living with albinism well, to be honest, like I said, I I think I, I started off quite blessed. I didn't really struggle. I auditioned for about three months and then Bomb Productions called me and said, come in and, and do an improv session. And I did an improv session with Angus. And that's how I got my role, literally just out of university. But I think the struggle wow. and the hardship has been maintaining that and make sort of proving myself continuously, you know. Um, but I've realized that there's been the sense of like people don't really know what albinism is they don't really they've never maybe seen someone in mainstream media with albinism or acting on tv on these sort of shows Mm. um so it's it's about sort of breaking out of that limited box of Mm -hmm. this is what sort of role someone like this would have or Mm. this is the kind of work you would do that's sort of been the hardest thing for me now but breaking in I don't know I think it was maybe I was working with people who were open minded you know Um, there's also that lady who's a a model I forget her name and I'm so Uh, bad I mean there's Tando Hopper there's um, Rifilwe Mudisele she sort of was the first right for sure definitely what was that like for you seeing her do what she was doing it was awesome and I think that's what's so important about continuously just being me is because I've seen women like her and Tando mm. and the, it's just like that the importance of representation and understanding that people need to see themselves on TV, mm. in media in order to understand that they're important and they're valued. And I think it's slowly but surely happening now more Absolutely. than before. Um, but yeah, you're right, exactly. You know, I think the more people we have that are different and unique the better and also it's a case of once you see someone overcome or yeah. achieve something yeah you, you you're more likely to feel like so can i right exactly 1000 percent. i was gonna ask i mean you've pretty much made it now you've been on two huge <laughs> shows already do you still go and audition for things again off ramp i'm not like uh margot robbie or these you know huge actresses like how, sit and, you know how it works is that once you're really famous yes yes uh, you don't audition for adverts no. oh so yeah, as I people audition for adverts yes okay. because once you associated with a brand you're now an ambassador okay. now they must pay you just and for the association so what's, what's the most difficult part about being in this industry do you think ah uh, not changing i think that's one of the the main things is, why is that difficult um because there's always something that's new and seems better at least you know like even if you go on instagram and you look and you see it's like that stuff can kind of make you 
reanalyze a lot of things, sometimes in the right way and sometimes in the wrong way, you know? Um, so it's just about maintaining. And once again, it's like saying, I know who I am and I know what I want and I will change with the times, but change in a way that will grow me rather than change me completely, you know? Do you feel like people... <sighs> I asked what I asked the question that I asked now. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, your answer, just going back to your answer of, uh, what did you say just now? I I said that not changing. Is, not changing. Yeah. Going back to not changing. What is it about being in this industry that you feel will make you change? Do you feel like a sort of pressure to be something or live up to something? Yeah, and you know what? I also think that a lot of it comes from us. You know, I feel like sometimes I'm my biggest setback because I, I kind of believe that this is well maybe it's because a lot of people like certain things you know you see like a movement towards something mm. and you're like okay well that's we, what i should yeah, be doing surely that's the right thing you know but that's not necessarily true it's just maybe that's the hype or that's what that's what's sort of in, in exactly at that specific time yeah. if you got any whatsapps 0825505151 we're hanging out with michelle musilakai we're still hanging out with uh, actress uh, Michelle Moselegai as we celebrate fantastic women doing fantastic things. Uh, and again, uh, I mentioned Rafilwe earlier and you sort of leading a new generation of young ladies who might be living with uh, albinism mm-hmm. and feel like they sort of alone. And we see in the news all sorts of horrific mm-hmm. misconceptions uh, just about living with albinism. What's the worst thing you've ever heard? Oh, I mean, I've heard a lot of things, but I think... Generally, there's a lot of negative um, understandings of what it. What people don't actually even understand what albinism is. Number one, teach us. I mean, there's eleven different kinds, and um, I had no idea. Susie, did you know that? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different. Some of them, like you'll find that you know a person will have ocular albinism, where it's just in your eyes or your skin or everywhere. Um, it happens in animals as well, humans. That's why it's. The phrase or the, the 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 word albino doesn't make sense. That's like a nonsensical word because essentially what you're saying is that people that are living with albinism are like a race of their own. But albinism can happen in different kinds of races: black, uh, Asian, Caucasian. So does that mean if you have albinism, you're not black or, or white? No, or? no. It it just means that that's like a genetic kind of mutation yes. that's happened exactly in in yes, that in, race. Yes, exactly. That's why it's you know a black female living with albinism. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, sorry, on the same on the same topic though, yeah. is it more prevalent in certain races or is it just I've, I, doesn't I, discriminate? Look, like I'm no, it doesn't discriminate at all. But I do think that it's more prevalent in the black community. Yeah. Because yeah, I hardly ever see any white albinos. Yeah, they are though. I Many. think you just don't and know. And that's why like even, mm. I mean a lot of people that are for instance ginger have albinism. Mm. Yeah. Oh, or a certain level yes, of, of, exactly. of albinism. Wow, okay. Really interesting. Uh, what we like to do on the show is just have frank conversations. I feel like no question is a stupid question because right. you find that a lot of times people are not educated because they're afraid to ask a question. Right. Uh, and if you are willing to indulge us, yeah. uh, we'll keep you a little bit longer okay, and yeah. we'll have that conversation. Sure, we yeah. have to check in on uh, news and sports. It's just before five. We've been in conversation with actress Michelle uh, Musilagai for a bit now and I wanted us to dive into just albinism as a whole because I think it's misunderstood. And I said earlier, uh, we're going to open it up in a sense that no question is a stupid question. Yeah. Uh, not offensive, but no question is a stupid question because like I said earlier, sometimes people are uneducated just from a point of just being afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. Have, do people reach out and ask you questions, do you think? Or do pe- are people like kind of tiptoeing around the subject? No, I think people are... I, I've tried my best to be open and 
okay with ask, being asked questions. And like you say, it's just about how you ask questions, but there's never a stupid question. And I'd rather people ask me than assume things and make assumptions that aren't true. So, yeah, no, I've, I've never encountered, you know, people being afraid to mm. ask me anything. Yeah. Do you have daily struggles living with albinism? No, you know what? I think, I, I, I think what's important is that I grew up understanding that I was different and mm. my mom and my dad were very much about making me aware of that but in the most positive way you mm. know and I grew up with the most amazing friends went to an amazing I was gonna school. ask like because kids can be the cruelest right exactly so in school yeah. did, was it difficult not at all wow and I think everyone but was you went to St. Mary's <laughs> 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 but yeah okay and I think maybe that's also that was my parents decision they mm. wanted me to have that kind of mindset that was you know will rather be around people that had the correct kind of mindset mm-hmm. and understood that I'm actually really not that different to other people you know yeah I might need bigger print for something or I might um, not you know it's not even that big of a deal but it's just about understanding that you know everyone has certain kinds of needs you know and mine were these kind of needs, mm. you know, and there were other people who had other issues that weren't necessarily living with albinism, mm. but you know, it made me also feel like hey, I'm we not all the have only problems one. Again. <laughs> exactly, and that we live with them every day. If you yeah. got questions uh, for Michelle, now's your time. It's now or never. Oh eight two five five zero five one five one. We'll get uh, into them on the other side of Chris Brown and Drake. It's no guidance. It's Chris Brown, Drake, no guidance on 5FM. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock, wrapping up our conversation uh, with Michelle Moselega. Uh, We're celebrating women doing fantastic things uh, and really a leader in what you do. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. We got uh, some few voice notes from Susie. Tando, mm. your guest, mm. she's got uh, the coolest accent. I love her. I love her accent. Accent. Well, I think it means you speak well. And I, we mentioned that off air as well, that <laughs> yeah. you, you speak really well. We got another hey one. Hey, guys. Hope you all are good. So good to, to, to hear a young lady like this here be so inspirational, mm. inspirational despite uh, the condition that she is living with. And um, we at Colorblind um, just want to state that we, we support her plight. And every other person who lives with this condition and... Um, we've got a state as well that it must be so unfair for her and every other person living with the condition that people discriminate against them just because of what they see um, and this is why colorblind is dead set uh, on supporting the initiative um, through the albinism advocacy with Mbochope, um you know so just go out there and do good continue doing good and show the world that despite the condition you can still receive or, or attain all the all the goals that you've set for yourself well done and keep up the good work i think what i love most about you is it's not even a factor for you no yeah uh, it's it's not um it's it's not who you are mm. uh, and you've made that clear like mm-hmm. people don't say your name and it's not the first thing that they think, and I think you've done that so well. But it also goes to show just how beautiful, firstly, and how talented wow. you are. Um, you. There's a lot of young people yeah. who are listening right now, yeah. uh, young women yeah. um, that are maybe stuck, mm-hmm. that are maybe going through a very hard time, that are trying to figure out or navigate this life thing. What advice would you have for them? Um, Number one, I have to say, spiritual anchor. I feel like we can't do things on our own, and sometimes you need to just do what's possible and let and let the high, a higher power do what you feel is impossible. Number two, um, don't doubt yourself. Mm. Um, 
I think that it takes a while to develop that gut feeling and that 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 in a voice you know and that I think says that you can you can exactly you know and and it's about every day developing that and saying you know what it's okay if I fail as long as I did it with conviction and as long as I put all my effort and all my heart into doing what I mm-hmm. love um, and enjoy what you do I guess you know every day is a privilege and time is also a privilege so don't take it for granted we cannot wait to see uh, what you do next I, I know you're producing something yes, now yes. Um, <laughs> you are a leader of the next generation of fantastic entertainers and what a privilege yes. to speak to you thank you so much thank you Michelle thank you so much for your time thank you all so the best much in, for having in, me tell her you love her uh, I mean oh, you're a great wow. person he you said, are love he, no he <laughs> sent us a, a message in our, in our group yeah He's obsessed with you. Okay. But Thank not you not all kind of way. I don't think that's the answer he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> the Tabuti Drive. Weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. On 5FM.